You're listening to the Better Humans Brigade. Welcome to the Better Humans Brigade. It's a podcast for fine folks who want to make the world a better place. We've got a lot of successful companies, a lot of successful products, but what the world really needs right now is people who are successful at being a good human being. So thanks for being here. And today's episode is about how to find a good therapist, because I think everybody on the planet would benefit from having a good therapist. And it's interesting to me how many people still tell me that they encounter resistance to that. Like when they talk about it, like I'm so in the world of it, like it's such a given for me that I I couldn't even imagine not going to therapy. And when people, either clients or friends or whatever, tell me that when they talk about it, they get looks or comments or something. And I just think to myself, how could you be alive in 2017 and still have this negative stigma about going, about going it for me, I just feel a little incredulous about it. The truth of the matter is it doesn't matter where you came from or what your background is. Our parents did the best they could, but most of them weren't trained in how to be parents. Most people, which is another thing I've realized right lately, how many people have kids with not even like a basic psychology class in their back pocket <laughs> about how the human brain forms and um, and how children develop. I know a lot of that stuff because I was trained as a teacher, but even people who have backgrounds in that kind of stuff, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be a good parent because you can't raise a person or even be, be in relationship with another person until you really know who you are and what you do. And a lot of people might think that they do know themselves, but they do to the extent that they do. It's kind of like staring at a corner and thinking that you know the whole room. And then you turn around and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, there's this whole other room here and I didn't even know it. You know what you know, but that doesn't mean that there's all that there is. And and a lot of the things that we do and say and think and feel remain like blind spots for us. And and that's part of what therapy is so good for is it's a safe space to have a conversation with somebody to help us figure out kind of why our lives are going the way they are and what role we have in that and um, how we would want to do things differently. And maybe you're thinking to yourself at this point, how are you different from a therapist, Dylan, as a coach? And I, I'm very different because I don't go into like the how, I don't go into the deeper psychological, you know, reasons about why your life is the way it is. We start more with like, what do you want? How are we going to do it? Like it, it's two, it's two completely different things. And and there are so many times where I will actually recommend to clients who have never been to therapy um, to go get one because uh, it's very different work. And I think uh, there are good complements to each other, therapy and coaching. Anyway getting back to therapy. <laughs> the reason I'm making this episode is is because it's very poignant for me. Um, I actually just lost my therapist of 10 years. He passed away suddenly just about two weeks ago. He passed away the day after I saw him for the last time, 
which is the first time I'd seen him in months. And so it's like a little bit freaky because if I hadn't made the appointment and gotten to talk to him, I never would have been able to say goodbye, which would have been really sad. But I did. And it's actually helping with my grieving process. But in thinking about it, I thought to myself, my God, you know, that man really had such an impact on my life. And and I've been to a lot of therapists throughout my lifetime. And he was, he was a real winner. So I thought to myself, it might be helpful for people who have never had that kind of relationship to hear what my experience was like, and also to kind of hear what I, what I've learned about how to find a good therapist and, and what I've learned for myself from the experience of going to therapy for such a long time. Um, I thought folks might find that helpful. So the first thing is that you need to choose therapy. Uh, the very first therapist I went to in high school, I don't even remember the person. I don't remember the person's name. I don't remember their sex or their gender. I don't remember anything about them because I didn't want to be there. I was kind of forced to go because I had an eating disorder. And I think my physician or someone, my, my mother maybe, m- kind of made me go. And so I don't remember anything about the experience, quite literally. I was not ready. I was not interested in go to therapy. So there was no point. So if you're in that place, you might want to, I mean, I encourage you to keep listening to this podcast, but don't go until you know, you're really sure that you want to go do this. And then when you do decide, I want to encourage you not to let finances be an excuse. I hear a lot of people saying, thinking of therapy like an option, kind of like, "Hmm, maybe I'll go to vacation this year. Maybe I'll go to therapy this year. You know, like, um, Therapy, therapy, your, your mental and emotional health impacts everything in your life, your job, your relationships, your, your relationship to food, exercise, your mental and emotional health impacts all of that. Uh, you really want to think about that. You really want to think about how you're kind of treating it like not as essential or, or fundamental or integrated into everything that makes you, you and everything in your life. So in that, in, in insurance, when insurance covers a therapist, that's ideal. But if you find a good person, I, I would really, it, like I said, it impacts everything in your life. There were so many times over the years where either I didn't have insurance or um, I don't know, whatever reason, I, I would just, or I traveled and I would call. When I moved from Boston to Vermont this past year, my therapist was no longer covered because he was covered under the Massachusetts healthcare. And I called and made sessions with him anyway. And paid out of pocket because it was worth it to me to stay stabilized and stay healthy, mentally healthy. So I definitely want to add that in too. If it doesn't fit into your budget, you might want to reconsider redoing your budget so that this is a priority. And then see how your life goes as a result of reorganizing things. Another thing that people will say is time. You know, I don't have any time. But again, you, you really want to think about how your life is going right now and, and, and how it might be impacted by these conversations with somebody to help you see the things that you currently can't see about yourself. So then some qualities that I would recommend you look for when you're researching a therapist um, you want to first think about what their identity is. I, I, I smile to think that the reason that I started seeing the person I saw was because I made the intentional decision to get a male therapist to work through my issues with men. When I was uh, 10 years ago, I, I 
didn't have a lot of trust for men. And I, I, I'm smiling on the other side of the microphone to think about how much I've changed in 10 years. I almost forgot that. I can't believe that that was like the main motivation for picking the person I did and, and who I've become as a result of knowing him. Um, so you want to think about the sex and the gender of the person that you're seeking out for therapy and what you're looking for in that relationship. You might not have any kind of attachment or, you know, you might feel more safe, more or less safe with one or other kind of person. So that's the first thing you probably want to prioritize. Um, another thing that I was looking for is someone who I was really into Zen Buddhism and he was very like that. So that was a good fit. I will say more recently, I also went to another person who supposedly shared the same interest, but he had a very different style and it wasn't a good fit at all which I'll jump ahead in my list and say, and tell you the reason why it wasn't a good fit at all. I felt like for a couple different reasons, he was really trying, like trying too hard to kind of prove himself or, um, in, instead of, instead of this Zen or the Buddhist philosophy coming in to supplement our conversation, it was like he, he had had this experience in his life of being, um, this, this Zen meditation leader and stuff. And it was almost like, uh, yeah, in my opinion, he still had a lot of ego around it <laughs> and, and it was pretty evident in the conversation. There was like a lot of proving, proving what he had done and, and it ended up having the opposite in, in impact on me where it, instead of impressing me, it had the opposite effect. <laughs> um, maybe because I was comparing him to my other therapist, but I, I think you get what I'm saying. Many, you know, many experiences where people were making it more like a two-way street conversation instead of me being heard. And that did not work for me because I do a lot of listening to people in my career and I don't want to go and pay to have listened to a therapist talk about themselves. So I don't know. I don't know if that's like some new school or that's some kind of new methodology, but it, it definitely doesn't work for me. If I'm paying for the time, I want to be listened to and supported, but that's just me. So that's another thing you want to think about. Um, if you want to have it more be like a philosophical conversation or you really want to like dig into you and and who you are, and, and that was definitely what I needed. And another thing you want to be thinking about is the particular issues that you're going to discuss. So whether for me at one point, my therapist who I'm speaking about referred me out when I was questioning my gender identity. And he was like, Dylan, I don't, this isn't an area of expertise for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to suggest you go find somebody who specializes in this. And that's exactly what I did. And I went to that person over a course of months. I came to the decision. I was going to go through with my transition and I did. And then when I felt like I, I got what I needed from that person. I went back to my other person and we continued the work together and it was great. I have another friend who's looking to work on her relationship and she, she, you know, she, she wants to be able to go and talk to somebody about being in an open relationship and not be judged for that. So that's a, that she said, you know, it's the very first thing that she's going to be looking for. And first thing she's going to say in the conversation, like, is this something that you can manage? Is this something you can handle? And if the person can't, she's not going to keep going back. And I think that's fantastic. The person doesn't necessarily need to like, um, do the same things as you, but 
they need to be able to have a level of competency with the things that you're going to talk about. There have been so many times where I went to therapists who slapped the like the LGBT label on their list of things that they provided. But then when I was actually in the chair, they didn't actually know enough about LGBTQ culture to support me as a person. And it ended up being really bad. So I think that that I think that that is inappropriate if if a therapist is just saying that to convey that they're open-minded. There's a difference between someone being really open-minded and someone really knowing how to talk about something. And maybe there's like a middle ground where they're open-minded and and they don't really know as much, but they're able to create that safe space. I've been to quite a few therapists who just, you could feel their discomfort. um, And that's okay. Again, I'm not trying to make any of this bad or wrong. I'm just trying to encourage you to think about things really complexly so that you can make a good decision about the right therapist for you. Because you want to remember that therapists are just people, right? So they're human beings. They're going to be flawed. Many of the people who go into the field often did it because of their own work and and things that they started to see about themselves. And they're always going to be works in progress, and they're going to bring that into the room with you. So it's just something for you to be mindful and aware of. What matters is you being able to talk to that person and feel like you're being heard. So another example I, I have is when I went to somebody and she was doing something or was asking me something that I didn't feel comfortable with. And I went home and I almost didn't want to go back. And I'm, remember, this is like after 10 years of going to therapy or more, multiple, you know, multiple decades. And, and I didn't want to go back to her, but I did anyway, because I used it as an opportunity to be brave, to speak my mind. And as soon as I sat down, I tried to share what hadn't made me feel comfortable. And instead of stopping and listening, she just like talked right through it. She just justified it away and like was explaining. And I was like, okay, that, and now that was when I was done. Cause what happened the first time didn't work. And when I came back to express that, it just happened again. So that's another thing is, you you know, you really want to, you want to be using therapy as an opportunity to grow and heal in ways that you are stuck in your whole life. And using that relationship as kind of a a therapeutic, reparative way to move forward. But if it keeps reinforcing the very experience you're having out in the world that isn't working for you or is causing you, is, you know, upsetting to you, then there's no point to keep showing up and paying money to have that perpetuated. One of the things that made my therapist so great was how well he listened And in particular, how well he responded to things that I said, um, instead of kind of having this like flat, non-responsive thing, which is what I experienced as a child, he would get like really excited and, and he would do the things that I needed most when I spoke. Yeah, I, I would, some qualities I would list is like competent, um, kind, not having an agenda. Um, them being honest. One, one important thing is being responsive and reliable. So when you contact them and you don't hear back from them, you know, you want to, you want to think about how, how quickly do they respond to you and, and what do they say? This was one of the things, this is how I'd learned that my therapist had passed. Uh, he didn't write back to me for a while to schedule an appointment. And it was so outside my experience of him. I, I really couldn't 
I couldn't understand what was going on. And I finally Googled after it had been a week and realized that he had passed away, which as you can imagine was pretty hard. So when one, and, and, and be, but because he was so reliable, I knew something wasn't right. And so you, you know, you do, you do want someone who is responsive and gets back to you anywhere from, because you want to schedule an appointment and you want to be able to get that on your calendar and move forward with your life to, if you write something, if the person allows it in between sessions and, and you get uh, an answer to whatever, whatever you said. So yeah, responsive and reliable, um, is very important. You want someone who doesn't have an agenda, which we talked a little bit, which I talked a little bit about, but one, one, one therapist in particular comes to mind when I was in my first relationship and, and, uh, the, the therapist I could get access to was the, was the therapist of my girlfriend's mother. And I went to this old woman. She was so old. It was adorable. And I mean, you know, I had an open mind, whatever. And I sit down and, and she was trying to convert me to Christianity. <laughs> and, and, and it, it was like so subtle, but I was just like, what, what? And, and I didn't go back. <laughs> um, so that happened. So you, you want to be kind of mindful if, and where, if that person has some kind of agenda trying to get you to become something based on their values versus helping you become something that you want to be. And so you want to look for a practitioner, a clinician who is going to help you do that, not based on what they think would make them happy, but what you're articulating for yourself would make you happiest and healthiest. When you find a really great therapist, they, that person in that, that relationship has the power to transform you as a, as a human being. Um, I went to therapy almost every week for almost 10 years and much of it was with this one person and who I became in that relationship with him from learning how to trust him, learning how to speak up, learning how to ask him to ask more questions. Sometimes he would kind of go off into little tangents and sometimes, you know, just, I had to ask him to ask me questions instead. Just learning how to advocate for myself and have someone who was be who was such a steadfast cheerleader for me and believed in me, especially in very deep moments. Like when I would, <laughs> each year I would always hit this lull and working with him over so many years, he would always say, you know, Dylan, I really think you have seasonal affective disorder right now. <laughs> you know, like he would remind me that it was temporary. It wasn't, it wasn't long-term and, and to just see him for him to see me through so many massive life changes and guide me through that uh, it's just totally invaluable. And, and he had such a dent. Um, he will not be easily replaced at all, actually. That's what's possible when you find someone who really believes in you and is invested in you doing work to become the best person you can be. So I'm curious what you think would make the best therapist for you. How would you even go about finding that right person. So please leave comments or you can shoot me a question and I will get back to you. And I hope this was helpful or I hope you share it with somebody who might need it. Thanks again.